Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, the show I do while driving my car. C-A-R. Car. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm on the road, and I thought I'd take the time to talk about another movie that I checked out on Tubi, of course, because that's where all of my entertainment is coming from here recently. And, uh, this is one of those movies that, uh, I just, I just love, I love watching these low-budget sci-fi flicks, creature features. I just, I love them. No matter how bad. And, uh, I had never seen this one before. So, you know I had to pull the trigger on it, right? Of course! So, what we have here, from 1985, Creature. You know, I like a movie with a single name. It kind of reminds me of another movie that was kind of like that, about a creature from space. I think it was called Alien. That's not the only thing that makes me think of Alien when I watch this movie. Matter of fact, the whole movie makes me think of Alien, right? Let's face it, folks. This is an Alien knockoff movie. That's all it is. Brought to you by William Malone. Um, pretty decent director. He gave us the remake of House on Haunted Hill, I believe. A few other things. So, uh, let's talk about this one, right? Let's talk about our cast starting off, because I want to leave one as a surprise. But, uh, first things first, you have to, you have to know that one of the main characters in this movie is the dad on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's all you need to know. Really, when it comes down to watching this movie, all you really know need to know is Ferris Bueller's dad shoots somebody with a laser gun and blows their head off. I don't know how else to sell this movie to you. <laughs> that should do it right there. But uh, you've also got uh, Diane uh, Salinger in this, who, if you're a fan of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, it's Simone from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So, uh, you know, when I kept watching this, I was like, man, she looks so familiar. I couldn't put my finger on who it was, and I finally figured it out. It's Simone. Everybody's got a big butt, Simone. Come on, let's talk about your big butt. <laughs> so, uh, that's a pleasant surprise. But, yeah. I mean, uh, any way that you look at this movie, it's a huge alien ripoff. It's a huge The Thing ripoff. John Carpenter's The Thing. It's got a lot of stuff from The Thing. And I'll tell you... I haven't seen anybody else. I've tried to do a little research on this one just because. Because some things caught me off guard. But, um, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here that looks like it was pulled directly off of 2001. I, I haven't seen anything that says anything any different. But, there's a, a space station in this that looks just like the ship in 2001. When you see it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And all the spacesuits look just like the ones they used in 2001. They're a different color, but the headpiece and everything, which I've always thought was such an awesome design. So, that's in this movie as well. But uh, let's, let's read a little synopsis while I'm driving, because that's not dangerous. Uh, two crews from competing corporations are sent to Saturn's largest moon. But something may ensure that they don't come back to Earth. Yeah. So there you go. Besides the other company, it's pretty much the same thing of 
uh, you're supposed to stop and check out uh, what's happened on this planet and capture a species and bring it back with you, right? That's basically what we have here. So I told you about the dad from Ferris Bueller shooting a guy's head. Money in the bank, no doubt about it. But you have to watch this movie just for the ridiculousness of the beginning of this movie. Because it's totally ridiculous. Um, <laughs> instead of being space eggs, it's like these space cylinders that are laying in... in uh, I don't know where they're at. I think they've got them on board this other ship that's on there. It's supposed to be a German ship. Like we're in com we're competition with the Germans, even in the space travel to, to Saturn, even in this time period. And... Uh, They've captured, I guess, multiple species from all over the galaxy. Who knows? That's just a basic explanation of why this is in there. But these two guys are in there rumbling around in their space suits, looking at everything, and they look inside of this one, and they see the creature in it. They're like, wow, look at this thing. Yeah, man, it's pretty wild. It's pretty cool. Hey, uh, why don't you stand back behind there and let me get your picture with it? Oh, okay, and he gets back there, and he accidentally drops his flashlight, and it hits the capsule that the creature's in, and obviously it cracks it. Oh, no, you cracked it. Oh, it looks okay. It'll be fine. Hey, I can't get you in the shot. Can you come around the front and sit on the capsule so I can get a good shot for, for you know, for scale? So I can, I mean, this whole thing, I mean, it's like, really? This is what we're going with, right? We're going to set this up like this, and obviously things don't end well for the guy, right? They literally don't end well, right? That's kind of where things happen, is in the end. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the, it's ridiculous, but it's fun. And it sets up the rest of the movie. And you've got a team of explorers for the United States going to the moon of Saturn because, you know, that's where everybody wants to hang out. And, uh, you know, obviously the rest is pretty much set up like alien, except what the alien can do is, uh, I don't know, uh, it can give you mind control. It's like it puts these little creatures on you, and then it controls you to go and get food source for it. So it's kind of a lazy alien, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. It always hangs out in a dark, secluded place and just wants you to bring food to it. Which is another explanation that I think is kind of weird because they keep talking about us, this aliens just wanting them for food, but there's bodies laying everywhere. So if they really wanted it for food, there would be no bodies, right? There'd be remains, but not full bodies that are just bloodied up a bit. So I'm a little confused on that whole scenario of because we do get to see it eat some people. But it's almost like a snack. It's not like trying to eat the whole person or something. So, I mean, I don't know. That's only kind of a weak point, point I can kind of point out on this. Uh, sets are pretty cheap, but passable. They look pretty good for this kind of movie. The Alien, thank goodness we only see towards the end. Uh, you know... It passes, I guess. It does look like a cheaper rendition of the 
actual, you know, Giger alien to some degree. Uh, but I've seen worse. <laughs> uh, hey, you know how you amp this up, this movie up any more, ever more is, you know, you've got these people that are on this planet, and you can't tell who's a good guy, good guy, who's a bad guy. Uh, you got Simone running around was like a bounty hunter that's got a gun, and she's kind of a lawbreaker, and she's tough, and which is weird to see. But how do you crank it up even more? You bring Klaus Kinski into the mix. That's right. I didn't mention him before because that's that's pretty much a meal ticket as well. Every time I hear his name, if you want to really amp things up and make it just go off into weird old land, you just bring in old Klaus, right? So that's what we do here, and uh, he delivers. He is <laughs> he is full tilt. Kinski here, uh, who happens to be, uh, well, you know, he's German, so, you know, he gets to play one of the German pilots from the other crew, so what happens is, they show up at the same place, the German ship's already there, they can't find anybody, it's been broken into, they can tell things are messed up, oh, another thing, too, is for the, the surprise of, you know, the, the jump shot, the jump scare, right, jump shot, the jump scares that they put in here, if this alien is really focused on, or creature, is focused on eating these people, then how does it know to hide the bodies in, like, a, a cabinet or a locker <laughs> so when you open the door, it's going to fall out on you? I don't know. It's just things that you're like, okay, you didn't really think that through. But that's fine. We got Klaus in the game. That's all you need to know. And obviously, as it turns out, he's uh, under the mind control as well. And uh, later on in the movie, he kind of transforms a bit. Now, this is very interesting to me because he looks like... You know, I always talk about this thing with the, uh, the Italian flicks, right? The Italians are notorious for ripping off a popular American movie, kind of doing their own spin on it, and then we end up kind of ripping it off for something else. It kind of happens here because we're ripping off Alien... But there's a scene in here where Kinski is in a spacesuit, and I swear it's dead up the scene with the guy in Prometheus when he turns into some sort of beast and is chasing the girl, beating on the ship and all that kind of stuff. Um, it looks very, very similar. So there you go. I may be wrong on this, but did really Scott go back and check these movies and go, hey, there's an idea that I can use? I don't know. But uh, it's Klaus. What else you need? And uh, it's a pretty solid flick for the most part. It's pretty typical, but it's enjoyable. So I didn't, I didn't like really dislike it. I did find myself going, "Oh man, okay, here we go. I know this plot. I know this plot. I know this plot." There's even one scene where they even refer to. <laughs> another movie, you know, one of our heroines of the, of the story says, hey, I remember back on Earth watching a movie, and they dealt with an alien, and in order to stop it, they electrocuted it, and I'm like, wow, that's, <laughs> you know, she was obviously referring to, I think the original version of the thing, where they set it on fire, and that's the whole plan is to have this thing set on fire, right? 
But I just thought it was funny that they're going to reference another alien movie to find an alien in space. Who knows what year this is, right? I don't think it's anything current, so <laughs> I found that a little entertaining. Uh, and by the way, they do end up electrocuting the uh, the alien, the creature, and it uh, it's one of those scenarios where, well, we electrocute the alien and we think it's dead, but it's not dead, and it comes back, and you know, then you come up with the whole idea of do we just blow everything up? I mean, again, it's it's alien, right? So, uh, we get kind of a scenario like that where we're going to just uh, blow this thing up, right? We got enough stuff in this arsenal here to, to blow this thing up 15 times over. I think it's something like something that Ferris Bueller's dad says in the movie. I know he's got a real name, but I just like saying he's Ferris Bueller's dad more than anything else. Um, the uh, the ending is kind of what you expect. I'm not going to give all of it away. Holy moly, a big semi-truck just pulled out in front of this other truck. That's fun. All right. Sorry about that, folks. But you know what? At the end of the day, if you like cheesy little sci-fi creature feature flicks, this one's not too bad. Uh... The alien, if anything's weak, is the alien. There's plenty of gore in this movie. I mean, it's pretty, you know, got some pretty good stuff in it. So that kind of surprised me. But, uh, you know, I just think the alien was a little weak. Because, like I said, it just kind of hides out and waits for people to bring food to it using mind control. But really all it is is, hey, we want to take the idea of alien and the thing and put them together in this movie and that's kind of what you get so hey if you're going to rip off rip off the best right so there you go it's interesting too this is 85 and they're still ripping off a movie from what 79 so that tells you the impact of that movie right so anyways it's on Tubi it's free I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5 which is kind of where I'm staying with a lot of these and uh, there you go give it a shot See what you think. Let me know if you like it, if you don't like it. Or, you know, don't let me know anything at all, which is what most of you do. <laughs> uh, all right, folks, that's it for this one, and we will check you later.